So we're breaking this up into two episodes. I have no concept of time. I just want to say, first of all, welcome to Speaking of Which. Welcome I'm to Speaking Skyler. of Which. Oh, you're Skylar? Mm-hmm. I'm Sammy. That's so nice. It's so nice to meet you. First of all, we're coming at you today. I have some really fun articles to share with everyone. First of all, Pumped. the first article is about why you, yes, you listening to this, you, you will never be happy. Here's why. Okay. Number two is um, if you're in a happy relationship. No, you're not. You're <laughs> actually going to get sick and die. Yes, the happier your relationship, the more likely you are to die. (laughs) That's so great. I love that. And then also some really fun studies about creativity and boredom. Anyways, uh, we've got a great show planned for you guys today. (laughs) Two-parters. But I really wanted to start off the podcast by saying that I got a new job. (gasps) Yes, I have never been so excited to leave a job as I am with this one. Yeah. So... Because of the time that I wake up for the job that I'm quitting, mm-hmm. which is 4.05 a.m., like, when I get home from work, I can't just have a cup of coffee because no. I have to be, be asleep at 10. Yeah. Imagine if I come home yeah. and I could have a cup of caffeinated tea. They... Imagine if I could come home. Home? And, like, have more caffeine. <laughs> have more caffeine. Or, like, That's come home, do whatever wanted. I want. Yeah. Also, my new job. Oh, God. I'm just so excited. I just really manifested this. Yeah. I also did an incredible tarot reading about it. Cool. Oh, my God. Everything what was... What deck did you use? Break it down. I used... I actually got the Ember and Aura deck that you traded away, I think. Ember and Aura. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. And um, anyways, I saw it. Alex and I went to the Boston Tea Room. Cool. Uh, while you guys were gone. Yeah. And I saw that and I was like, oh my God, Sammy used to have this. And then I Googled it and I was like, I have to have it. And now I haven't used anything else. Yeah. But I grabbed this one because I was going to give that one a break. Cool. <laughs> anyway. Awesome. I've been... And you like it? It's working oh, for you? Yes. I absolutely... For some reason, yeah. like the pinks and oranges and like blues pastels, yeah. it just really works for how I'm feeling right cool. now. Cool. And like no other deck... You know how like you go through times where just yeah. nothing fucking hits right? Yeah. No, no. For that sure. That one is hitting me right. That's awesome. That's so cute. <laughs> so I pulled cards and everything was like really great and I learned a lot of stuff. How many cards did you pull? Oh, like 14. Oh. I like laid out a whole ass spread. She's a big girl. And then I did this really random in-depth spread i sent image and pictures of the um spread positions i it was like here's spread position spread eagle here's doggy style position it was the most dramatic oh was it reading of all time (laughs) it was like why do i forget god oh i love it and it was so fucking extra i was laughing the whole time oh my god i live and it was i live um, so good. Oh gosh, who says that? Trinity the Tuck Taylor. Trinity the, the, the Tuck queen. Taylor. I live. I live. And then she was Hi, read. Poor. She was read recently by another queen. Yeah. And this queen was like, "Girl, once that Botox dislodges itself and <laughs> gets itself into your bloodstream, I die." Oh my god! I literally just saw that. It was on TikTok, and I just saw that. Oh, the rose. I can't remember. Yeah, I didn't see the full thing. It was just like a little clip of it. For any of our listeners that have been watching the most recent. I Season of RuPaul's Drag Race. Jinx Mon- no, not Jinx Monsoon didn't do it. She was. I saw another one where somebody was like imitating Jinx Monsoon, and she was like, "That's like a mix between like Jennifer Coolidge and like <laughs> Jinx Monsoon and someone else." She's like, "Hi, I'm Jinx Monsoon." It's like, <laughs> <laughs> it works. Yeah. <laughs> this most recent um, All Star Seven All Winners. Yeah. Where it's just Don't tell pe- me anything. People that have won in the past yeah. is the best season of Drag Race I've ever seen. I'm really so looking good. forward to it because I don't watch them when they're on TV. We don't have TV, so I have to wait until they come onto Hulu, and I like mm-hmm. to watch them like I think, in their entirety. I, I don't think I logged wa- into I Paramount wait. on Alex's Paramount 
in the TV in the living room. <gasps> so now you can watch Ooh. you can watch this new season oh my God, in the I living room. I have HBO Max now too. I should give you the password and login so you can make your own HBO so Max. So much login. fucking content. We have so much content. I know George just started Game of Thrones. He's never seen it cuz we've never really had the He started to Game watch of Thrones. It. He oh did. God. And he's like really into it but he also is going into it knowing that like the last season is awful oh so, i wish he didn't knew i wish he was like oh, the rest of us and no, it unfolded no there, there's no way he literally mentions like game and someone's like don't Joe thrones yeah he's like i think people people were like um don't watch if you want just stop at season six or whatever is there and there's seven seasons mm-hmm. or something they're like, just stop at season six and just imagine your own ending. Like, I, he's going to watch it all the way through. You know, I'm always the one. I always root for the underdog. Yeah. I didn't hate the last season. Okay. I mean, naturally, there was, like, the general consensus was yeah. was that it really ended abruptly because they really had to pack it all in in the last yeah. ten episodes. And there's a few loose ends that didn't get all the way wrapped up. Mm-hmm. But that's any good story. You, we don't really know what happened. And okay. I, I was okay with that. Yeah. So anyways, I liked it. I hope he loves it as much as I did. I mean, I told him it sounds like how I felt about Lost, where, like, I was in the majority <laughs> of people that, like... I was even, you know, hanging on in the last few seasons when, like, weird shit started happening. I was like, this isn't started normal. Started happening? It- I know, but, like, weird, weird. Like, it, when it was getting, like, real out of hand, and I was yeah. like, oh, okay, but I'm here for it still. And then I was like, let's see... And then that shit ended, and I was like, no! I just, I was Man, pissed. shows like Lost, shows yeah. like Game of Thrones, yeah. or other stuff like that, it's like Stockholm Syndrome. Yeah. You I, could hate it, oh but God. you're its victim now. Yeah. And you have to know what and happens. Yeah, and I you, feel that. You're... So yeah. you've been on vacation. <gasps> yes. Doing disc golf and all it's that. It's so weird, because I'm very good at vacationing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm very good at, like, disconnecting from everything in reality and completely getting away. But when it comes to disc golf vacations, it is even more extreme. So, like, there's parts of traveling that I love to incorporate into my business if it's even just as simple as, like, posting something on my Instagram story or whatever. Mm-hmm. But, like, since disc golf is so unrelated to my business, I only, I have, like... I imagine you had to come back to work and blow the cobwebs off. I, you know what is so funny? Do you know what? I have this, these, like, wet wipes in here because I literally went to go put my laptop back up and there was dust on everything. And I was like, like you this is gone a barren land. Years. Yeah, the witches returned to her castle after journeying out into the forest. You were gone six days. I literally was gone eight days, but okay, you really missed me. No, I, um, we were gone for Disc Golf's World Championships Masters. So there's, there were pros and there was amateurs in all divisions, 40 and up, and also juniors played too. So I think the lowest is like 15 and below, but there's all these different divisions and stuff that you play in depending on your age so this is juniors and masters so 40 there's like a 40 plus a 50 plus a 60 plus 70 there's 80 plus division um so if you're 80 or older you can um compete for you know the world yes the world championship so there was there was like i don't know a shitload of awards at the end that were given out for different divisions so there was professional there was amateur George is professional, um, 40 and up. So he, there was like 144 people in his division and it was like a five and a half round week 
where like he had four rounds and then he had to place in the top 60 to move on to the semifinals. And then after the semifinals, he had to place in the top four to make it to the finals. It went from like 60 something to four. Only four could go through to the final nine of the, of the finals. After the first day, he was on what was called chase card, which means that he was in fifth place behind the four people on the lead card. And then after the second day, he moved himself up from the chase card to the lead card. So the third day he was on lead card. Then the fourth day he played so well that he remained on the lead card. And then he played so well on the lead card the fourth day that he made it to the lead card on the semifinals. Mm -hmm. And then he remained in the top four to get into the finals. It was just like really, really cool. I've never seen him play that consistent, that well, on such a big tournament. Him and I will travel. He was killing it. He was killing it. And we travel all over um, at least once a year to play a major tournament, like an A-tier tournament. There's different like levels. I've kind of explained this before. But you know, you can play like a local tournament. It can mm -hmm. be like a little C-tier or even unsanctioned. B-tier, there's a lot more people. There's probably, you know, good payouts or good, you know, packages or of stuff like that. You might have to travel a little bit. A tiers typically are like big tournaments and then there's the majors and there's only a certain amount of majors on a touring season and that was one of them. We've only played one other major and that was back in I think 2015 when we played Worlds in Michigan. Other than that we play like A tier, B tier, C tiers. So this was the first major we've done since 2015 and it it's worlds. So I mm. was just, he came in third place. I was like so fucking <laughs> pumped. I was so yeah. proud of him. It was really big deal. The, the final nine um, was held at what like disc, also, diff, disc golfers call as the hardest course in the world. And they only had to play half of it. And it was insane. It was like literally all trees. You could barely throw anything. And off the first hole, there was like bleachers with yeah. like a little crowd and a, like huge um, speakers and flags. And like someone came on and was like, from Mount Clemens, Michigan, George Sturm. <laughs> and then like everyone's like, yay. And then he throw like he gets to throw I would off love and, to be an announcer like that. Oh, you would be so good. You'd be so good. Um, Who's that? Who's <laughs> So anyways, yeah, he, he said his heart was like pounding out his chest the first couple holes. And this man does not get nervous. So I, it was a big deal. I and cannot imagine him nervous. Actually, I know. In any situation the for some reason. The only reason why I knew he was nervous was because of some of the shots that he was taking. Because I know him so well. I know his game so well. I had watched him the whole week play and mm -hmm. then getting up to hole nine like the way that he was throwing the disc and the discs that he was choosing like it's a whole thing right i could just tell that like his brain was using all of its capacity to just like stay upright and he but like you wouldn't know that on the outside like yeah. no one would know that but um after a few holes he was like i literally can't, my my heart is like beating out of my chest <laughs> Like, it's it's okay. so weird because like some people like him are just impervious to yeah. things, and like yeah. parking at Walmart makes me nervous. I know, you know. So I like, know. <laughs> so I just can't imagine that kind of lifestyle. I know, I know, I know. I'm the same way. Like literally, I was like shaking, and I wasn't even playing. I was just like getting like secondhand nerves and adrenaline. Um, it was just like a really cool week. Not only because we got to be with friends and hang out with like our group of people that we see at least once a year and we just have like such a good time playing you i mean you came with us two years ago was it two mm -hmm. years ago or last year two years ago february of 2020 yeah 
and um, they're just good people. They're fun. They, you know, we just have a good time. And um, yeah, I'm really excited. George and I will be returning back to Illinois uh, in about four weeks for another week. It's our last like major tournament of the year. We're playing uh, a tournament called Ledgestone Open and there's 2000 people in the tournament. So, and I will get to play this time. I'm so young, so I didn't mm -hmm. get to play the Masters. Um, so I will be competing as well. Hopefully I can get a podium finish. That'd be sick. I'm That'd playing, sick. I'm playing in the highest division you can be in for women before going pro. So I'm like the top of the amateurs and like right below the pros. Cause there's different like levels, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So that would be super cool. Um, I came in like the middle of the pack last time, but I didn't know any of the fields. I didn't know any of the courses and stuff. And so now I've played them, most of them a couple times and I kind of know how the tournament goes. So I'm hoping that like I'll play a lot better. And that's that, that was my, my week. But man, do I disconnect from reality. I mean, I pulled, I thought I was gonna have a lot more time to like edit or do certain things. Cause I filmed two videos before I left. And I did finish editing the one and I was trying to upload it, but like I pulled my laptop out on like the fifth day to try and like uh, export it and upload it um, to YouTube. And like seeing my desktop, my work desktop, I was like, oh my God, that's right. I have a job. And like, <laughs> oh my God, that's right. I have a life outside of this Airbnb. <laughs> oh my God, that's right. Like I pulled out my cards one day to just like, I think I messages. saw you put that on your story. I yeah. I saw that. That was like my first slap like, bitch, bitch slap of reality of like, oh my God, do you know who you are? You know, you're just not like this like Sasquatch like in the woods trying to avoid poison ivy. Like you're 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 somebody. Mm -hmm. You gotta come back to reality. That's why. Man, with you guys gone, it was just me in the house with Phoebe. Uh-huh. Who drank thing. all those white claws? Alex. Oh, okay. <laughs> I, I was I was laughing at that because I was looking at those white claws and I was like they were gonna think mm -hmm. that I got wasted <laughs> no, I mean, on a I thousand mean, white claws. I mean, I told Michaela she could hang out, whatever, and whatever. And so, anyways, I was just vibing. I was watching TV, and you know, just like when you have the house to yourself, you can watch things as loud as you want. Yeah. I mean, you, you can, can like bang. do that whatever you want. I know, I do. but I, I know. You do. I know, but like <laughs> you can do whatever you want. You live here too. Well, you know, I'm more of like a, you know, like no. oh my gosh, I don't want anyone to know what I'm watching. Some mystery. Oh, you're so secret. <laughs> no, <laughs> she's so mysterious. Well, like when you're cooking, you know. I you know you're watching Bob's Burgers. It's not a fucking <laughs> secret. You can no turn it off. No one knows what I'm watching. Something educational. <laughs> <Bob>! <laughs> <laughs> And then, you know, you can, like, bang pots and pans as loud as you want. You know? Just, like, when you're home alone, it's just different. Mm -hmm. Or maybe it's just my own illnesses. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, but you, listen. Being alone in the house, definitely different. But it's if different you're vibe. saying that it's, like, because you can be loud, like... However, like, I, I would ever come up to you and be like, Shh, you're being fuck so <laughs> fucking loud right now. Like, that's never going to be an issue with me. So... What is funny about being home alone here in this house yeah. is that it's it's big and it's old and it's creaky. It is. And if I'm like sitting alone downstairs and like it's surrounded by windows. Mm -hmm. And the windows are literally paper thin. The paper thin. And so I'm just like, what if I got murdered? Oh my God. You know, like what if someone... Do you know, I really wish someone could compile a <laughs> montage of all of the different times throughout our podcast 
that you have worried about getting murdered when you leave about, not even when i leave i'll be in the house and you're like i'm literally there was a stranger and they were gonna murder me someone walked by yeah you got up in the middle of the night and i knew it was you going to the bathroom but like i was convinced I, that it was a murder in the it's walls like, what was there's that? someone living in our walls wait what was that time where i was in the shower and i thought you guys were gone and i heard the door open and I knew it was a murderer. And, so, okay, I, and I had know. forgotten my towel. Remember that time I forgot my towel? And I was no, I was wait. so embarrassed to get murdered naked that wait. I ran to my room. <laughs> wait, no. Remember when you thought there was a, someone living in the walls, but it was just a fucking raccoon oh. in our ceiling right above your bed or your closet. And well, every I night had... it was just like. And get this. And listeners, every time I would go get George to come listen, it would stop. <laughs> it would stop scratching. That like a and that's why I thought like it was a, a person <laughs> messing with me. Yeah. Unwell. He's a mental. <laughs> so let me let me see what we're talking about today. Um First, listen, uh, I'm really sorry that this is going to be a short episode or maybe we're just going to, you know, we're, we're pushing this into two parts. You know, if you're really into it, just skip on right next into the next one as well. Once this yes. one finishes. But what, there was just no I, like I told you, I disconnected from reality. So oh, last yeah. week when I was gone, we did not prepare right. And that's why we're getting two parts one week because we're neurotic and we, we don't, can't skip a week can't but skip a week also we can't prepare properly no it's just outside the realm of like my two mercurial children with like a lot of ambition and not a lot of focus <laughs> so so much ambition <laughs> i'm excited to be moving up in my life and I'm so proud of you not okay but so you want to tell people like, okay, because when you said you got a new job, that, like, kind of made it oh, seem like that you literally... I got a promotion. Yeah. At uh, the senior living community where I work, and it's... And get this, Queens. So Get you, this, Queens. Yeah. I'm getting paid a salary. Ooh! Get this, also. Yeah. I was mentioning to my boss... Yeah. I was like... I was like, I don't want to downplay how excited I am. Yeah. But the one of the reasons I'm most excited for this job... I was like, it's because I've always wanted to carry a briefcase. Okay. And she was quiet for a moment. Uh-huh. <laughs> what do you need a briefcase for? <laughs> and she was like, well, what were you planning on yeah. putting in the briefcase? Yeah. And I was like, you know, paper. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't think she was going to ask what I was going to put in there. And then she said that she saw at an antique shop like a month ago a gorgeous vintage briefcase and she was like let me buy that for you as like a welcome to the team gift cute and i was like yes please yeah so if you see me like walking it's gonna in with smell the, like like dog bark it's gonna or smell something. like shit yeah and i'm gonna love that i love it that's so <laughs> we love phoebe and she smells like shit <laughs> yeah that's so true <laughs> so let's do this first article call it into this first episode and then jump right into the next episode i love it so listeners this is why you're never going to be satisfied with your life. <laughs> and this one's by Nur Isle. Or Near. That seems... Isle. Like a made-up fucking name. It's real. He's like... It's real. He's like from Eastern Europe or something. Mm. I can't tell. But anyways, these are the key points of why you will never be happy with your life. Okay. And it's from Psychology can't Today. Wait. Researchers have found that feeling content is not good for us as a species mm. because it keeps us from seeking further benefits or improvements. 
Yeah. Essentially, there's an evolutionary reason why we can't just feel pure contentment. Love that. Says psychological. We're not here for complacency. We're not here for that. Psychological factors that make satisfaction temporary include boredom, negativity bias, rumination, and hedonic adaptation. Mm. And discontent is not a reason to give up on success. Rather, it's a reason to introduce the opportunity for frequent and meaningful victories. So before we even start it, I just wanted to say that when I was reading that, I've kind of heard this before, but it's really laid out in a way that makes a lot of sense. Like from an evolutionary perspective, yeah. according to science, it doesn't make sense yeah. for us to reach a point where we're happy. I get it. Like we're always as... But... Is that translating well to this world that we live in? Like, we're not gathering... Like, I'm not with the women gathering berries and you're not hunting meat. You know? (laughs) Which is what would happen if we were... Which is what would happen if we were... If we were cave people. Yeah, that's so true. (laughs) And you would be the meat. (laughs) I would get... Yeah, right. I would have the biggest basket of berries. And I was just... These girls are so jealous of me. Long, luscious braid. (laughs) You'd have a buzz cut. (laughs) Fucking stacks of muscles. I'd be at Just... the we- I'd be the weaver. <laughs> I'd be like oily and tan and like I would be like one of those warriors in three. <laughs> you'd be supple and soft and you'd, yeah. Moonlight is my best light. So it says... <laughs> so why are we perpetually restless and unsatisfied? It says, technically, we live in the safest, healthiest, most well-educated, and most democratic time in history. Mostly. Arguably. Obviously, arguably. And yet, some part of the human psyche causes us to look for an escape from things stirring inside us. Mm. So, why do we think that is? The truth is, we're not wired to feel content or satisfied, period. Ever. Mm. There's a simple reason for that. If satisfaction and pleasure were permanent, there would be little incentive to continue seeking further benefits or advances. In other words, feeling content isn't good for the species. Our ancestors work harder and strove further because they evolved to be perpetually perturbed. And so we remain today. Perturbed. What do you, how, what's your reaction to that as a, as a fact, technically? <sighs> Is there a part of you that's like, well... I see it, but like also what about this? What about that? How does that work? What about practices that aim at like increasing joy? You know, like. I don't know. I Sometimes I get weird feelings when I'm like looking back in history and thinking about like, I'm, I'm trying to think about where I want to go with this, but like thinking about let's say Galileo or even like Mm. Michelangelo or, you know, these people in history that, you know, you can read about and what they did with their fucking lives and like Mm -hmm. what their ambitions and their drives were and like trying to correlate it to like somebody today spending like their lifetime making a masterpiece or, you know, you know, studying the whatever, being, Mm -hmm. being a professional we have now like, hi, I'm the boss bitch, and I'm yeah. here to tell you how to beat the yeah. algorithm, you know? <laughs> yeah. Or we have like, who who can we compare it to nowadays? Chris Jenner? Mm. You know what I mean? Which like, no tea, no shade, no pink lemonade, but like, at the yeah. same time, there, I just, who, what, Elon, Elon Musk? Like, who do, he's like spreading a seed all over the fucking continent. I just don't understand like, 
it's weird to see like where have we evolved to making teslas you know what i mean mm. um it seems like as a species we are going backwards somehow but like i know that that's not true even watching i'm re-watching friends again mm. in case anyone was wondering um which is why i got hbo max that's where it's at and you know george and i are just laughing because like he'll you know he'll sit and watch an episode or two with me or he'll pass by he'll see me watching it on my phone as i'm making dinner or something and like I'm on the first couple seasons and there's, I remember watching it with you and you're like, oh my God, it's a pager, you know, mm -hmm. or she had to borrow somebody's cell phone in a restaurant to make a phone call. Like, mm -hmm. and it has like, it's a like huge, it has like a big old antenna. Like, it's just weird to see that like, only she's a yelling couple, into it. Yeah. yeah. Only a couple decades ago, you know, the internet wasn't even a thing, you know? So we have evolved as species, but it's just weird to see like the way our brains are still wired for like our body doesn't know that it's 2022 i mean i don't know i just have a lot of thoughts on that because i know i'm doing this astrology course and looking back on some of these like really prolific like historical astrologers and the things that they've contributed to society as a whole with the you know the language of the stars and all of these like things that they wrote about and i i know that there's in intellectual educational people doing things it's just i don't know just does it seems maybe I, maybe it's just the content that i'm watching maybe rupaul's drag race is not <laughs> that is my, that is evolution. that is my michelangelo yeah oh that's so true so there are oh my god what the hell did i click okay what do you think though i think that it makes sense when i read it this way but it's also missing something mm. like there's got to be more to the story so let's keep reading and see okay. if we can uncover it okay we won't but we won't. why that's, not try that's great so there are four components to dissatisfaction that we are hardwired for based on our evolution the first one is boredom and the lengths that people will go to avoid boredom are shocking literally mm. now listen to this this is so you okay and this is so me okay you and i would do this drag me bitch a 2014 study <laughs> People were asked to sit in a room and just think <laughs> okay. for 15 oh. minutes. <laughs> the, room was, the room was completely empty. Oh no. Except for a random device that they were not told what it was or what it did. But it allowed participants to mildly but painfully electrocute themselves. And it said, <laughs> and it said when left to sit with their own thoughts. People would rather electrocute themselves. <laughs> <laughs> I'm into it. Get into it. Now, this one part was interesting. Okay, it said 67% of the men electrocuted themselves <laughs> repeatedly. <laughs> <laughs> and 25% of the women <laughs> shocked themselves repeatedly. So the study demonstrated oh that God. people dislike being alone with their thoughts so much that they'd rather electrocute themselves. <laughs> and I found that so relatable. Mm. Because, like, when are we ever really, like... Quiet. I know that we get restless when we don't have, like, something to do. Yeah. Like, I'm so bored! So, well, I don't say that. Mm -hmm. Because it's very triggering <laughs> for me to say that. Um, I, yeah, I don't get bored because I don't allow myself to get bored, mm -hmm. which is a problem because sometimes you need to just sit and, and not have anything and just be bored for a minute. Um, and sometimes you can be more productive by allowing yourself to become bored. Yes, part um, two, 
episodes explores an article exploring just that. Yeah. So it's no surprise, therefore, that most of the top 25 websites in America sell escape. So, like, the most visited websites are all forms of escapism. And then um, the second psychological factor... Schmorehub.com. Pornhub, yes. You don't give them... They're, they're not sponsoring us yet. Oh, shit. <laughs> so the second psychological factor driving us, besides boredom, that will... This is the reason, by the way, if you're just now tuning in, if you just walked in, these are the reasons you'll never be happy. Okay. The negativity bias, which okay. we've talked about multiple times, but yeah. let's talk about it in this framework. Mm. It's been defined as a phenomena in which negative events are more salient and demand attention more powerfully than neutral or positive events. Mm. So this is a basic pervasive fact of psychology that bad is stronger than good. It's hardwired into our brain. Mm. So not only are we bored all the time electrocuting ourselves, <laughs> no matter how good our lives are, if one bad thing happens, we'll never forget about it and it'll stick to us. Oh, yikes. Drama. Like, like glue. It says even babies show signs of negativity bias starting at just seven months of age. Yeah. It says researchers also believe that we tend to have an easier time recalling bad memories than good ones. Studies have also found that people are... I think are, we did an article about that We once. did do an article yeah, on that once. I remember some things. More likely to recall unhappy moments in their childhood. <laughs> <laughs> negativity bias. <laughs> Negativity bias definitely gave us an evolutionary edge, though. Yeah. Good things are nice, but bad things will kill you. Mm -hmm. So that's why we pay attention to the bad stuff. Like, mm -hmm. we know things that will kill us a lot more than we know things that are good for us. Right. And so in the it's end... It's like that mom that stands there and goes, be careful! <laughs> it's like... So, the third thing, so the first thing was boredom, second thing, negativity bias, third thing is rumination. Our tendency to keep thinking about bad experiences. Mm. If you've ever chewed on something that you did, or that someone did to you over and over and over again, then okay. you've experienced rumination. All the air signs. All the air signs would be like, um... Um, hello? 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 Says the passive comparison of one's current situation with some unachieved standard can manifest in self-critical thoughts, such as, why can't I handle things better? <laughs> I don't know if I if I if I say that. Are Why you a ruminator? I? Do you sometimes go over things in your head? I think we know that that's yes. Yeah. I think that it's the same for you. Yeah. I don't think I have ever stopped ruminating once in my entire like I'm ruminating now <laughs> on the fact that I'm ruminating and like I'm the I okay, I know a lot of people do this, but I'm the type of person like where after I leave a conversation, I will relive the conversation mm. so intensely mm -hmm. that I will be acting it out with mm. my body. Yeah, I've seen you. Um, like, reliving whole mm. conversations in my mind. Like, it's yeah. actually happening. And then I'm so lost in the daydream that I forget that I'm living in reality. Mm. Isn't that weird? <laughs> Unless you're actually texting somebody on your phone, like, or you're talking to somebody, like, I am imagining you, like, standing in your mirror, like, pretending you're talking to somebody, like, because I just feel like that's what's happening if no one's speaking, like, you're still having a conversation. The fun never stops. Once you pop, the fun don't stop. So, it says by reflecting on what went wrong, people will just, people could potentially discover sources of error and alternative strategies. So mm. that was, like, the evolutionary benefit. Mm. Like, think about something over and over and over again until you do solve it and then not die. Mm -hmm. However... Do we need that today? Is that really... There are situations where I think you could ruminate. I don't know. The, I just got, like, so distracted, and I just started thinking of things that irritate me. <laughs> Isn't it so hot in here? It is so hot in here. And... 
What's something that right now that just like really just like you really wish would just not be a thing? Like what's really grinding your gears right now, just in general? Um, iPhone users, let's band together. Whenever we open up Instagram and mm -hmm. someone has sent us a TikTok, if we open it, about 20 minutes later, our closed phones will just start blaring TikToks. <gasps> oh. And so we have to open up the Instagram app and close it. That's so annoying. It is so annoying. Yeah. Like the worst. Oh, that's so annoying. I'm gonna start doing it now. Oh god. I won't <laughs> Um, I was just thinking about how aggressively almost like little rainy it is on my timeline of my TikToks currently of like live streams. So like, you know, you'll go through TikToks, you'll be scrolling, there'll be like ten of them, and then all of a sudden you'll you'll get on like a live stream. But for some reason, my algorithm, no matter how much I say not interested in these fucking live streams, keeps getting me on these pushing like pushing you with the pushing live me with these live streams, and they're live streams that are like so bad. So like this one that keeps popping up, and I keep saying not interested, is this guy, and he's got like these like fucking bolts for like a round, or they're like um. Oh my god, washers that go like around a bolt and he's got them stacked up and he's taking like an incense and he's like trying to stack them really high and he's got this like crying filter on his face and like he just hovers over it like it's Jenga and he's gonna place the last piece and he never fucking puts the piece on there. Then there's this other one that keeps coming up on my And you keep saying time. not interested and it keeps coming back? Yes, it is so What's aggressive. What's the point of the I not interested keep button? Getting, I know, I also keep getting, which I... <laughs> Wait, okay. This might be the last thing of the episode and then we're gonna go to part two and like start the next one. But um have you gotten on your timeline the the like Asian women that are like digging in like for crystals, like in like a rice shaker? No. Okay, alright. Is that really popular in people's timelines? Yeah, right and now? I it was like three in the morning one night and um I definitely like spent like fifty dollars on like these <laughs> So basically <laughs> You go on their website. Maybe that's why it keeps coming up on my timeline. But it's like this big old bucket and like this shaker and it's like full of rice and they keep dumping all these crystals in there. Uh -huh. And then she'll, they'll be like, come on, honey, I got the thank you for order number 43. And it's uh -huh. Samantha. And then they show the bag and they take like the like this like little bin and they like dig inside of the rice and they pull out like all these crystals and whatever you get. They'll like show the camera, oh, you got a big one, you got three towers, you got a little skull crystal, oh, you got an orb, a little selenite orb, and then they like throw in the bag and they do the next order. And then every so often, like you'll see the comments be like, dump more, dump more. So then they're like, oh, we're gonna dump more. So they like dump a bunch more into this bucket. What the hell are you talking about right now? <laughs> I literally you ordered- $50. I, it hasn't shown up yet. <laughs> so I think, I'll do a little video and it shows Please up. Please do a haul. I'll do a crystal haul. So like these women are... Okay, but these time... Like I gave in because literally every time I open up TikTok, it will be this like stupid live streams. Or like these women that are like painting these like cups with like... 
I just can't with these live streams anymore. They're I haven't opened so up my regular bad. TikTok app. I Wait, just get sent them. Have you seen that? You've never then you've never seen that. There's literally live streams of people laying in their beds with posters on the wall with different like emojis or things that you can buy them that will make certain alarm clock noises go off. So you literally pay money. Like you put like ducks in there or something, and it'll like play like a really stupid alarm clock, and then they'll like. When it goes off, they'll like like rustle in their bed as if it's like about to wake them up, but it doesn't. So like the whole thing is like a live stream to like try and wake the person up. It is wild. I don't know how I got to this side of TikTok, but I want out of it. So anyway, send help. Um, is, what kind of dystopia? <laughs> I just. I just, when you were like saying like ruminating and then Imagine. all of a sudden I like, that's so ravened to this fucking live stream with these women that are like, ah, oh, you got three towers. Imagine and you're scrolling through TikTok uh, and then you just see me laying in my bed with like my arms crossed over yeah. my chest. I'm sound asleep and people are trying to wake Listen, me up. When this part is done. <laughs> We're going to stop and we're going to start again, but I am going to pull up TikTok and see if it's right there. And I am going to try and just show you so you can get a little glimpse of it. Anyways, we should wrap it up. Yes, one last thing. Okay. This is the last thing, and this is the last reason you'll never be happy. Oh, okay. It's called, would you say hedonic? Like H-E-D-O-N-I-C? Yeah. Like hedonism? Yeah. Hedonic adaptation. The tendency to quickly return to a baseline level of satisfaction no matter what happens. We've talked about this before. Like, if you win a million dollars... Um, after like six weeks, you'll be you, just as happy as you were six weeks previously. You'll become so, like, used to it. It'll so become, used like, to it. You'll become your reality. Like, no matter how pleasurable something is, something in our brain is hardwired to get used to the pleasure. And yeah. then you feel just as normal as you did before. And that's why buying things doesn't make us happy. Yeah, which is why you have to continue to this get... This is why you continue to have to buy things. More and more, like... BDSM in your relationship because you just become And then because this is a speaking of which, we're actually not going to learn about how to make these things better. Yeah. I mean, even if the article tried to tell us... Either way, these are the reasons you'll never be happy. Okay, goodbye. So you're welcome. Okay, tune in for part two. We will be thanking our supporters in the next episode, in the next part. But we love you. Okay, bye.